0: And we are live Hey, good morning, good afternoon everybody Welcome to Radio 5G It Is Michael Henry Dunn here With the one and only Nancy
1: Hopkins How are you doing, Nancy? Uh, I'm doing excellent <laughs> I haven't been up long <laughs> enough to be otherwise <laughs> you, you sound so excellent You sound so mellow Yeah That's, well, that's good
0: Yeah Alright, well Um we are delving into the science um, behind what 5G frequencies actually do um, to the human body at at certain levels of intensity, and we are also going to be sharing with you um, from our friends in the Holy Grail Vortex Protocol community, which is a remarkable um, high science. Technique involving toroidal energies that uh, works on the level of frequency and vibration. And as Nikola Tesla told us, that's where everything happens. And it specifically has to do both with um, the virus and with uh, 5G. And I'm pretty excited about sharing that, uh, which uh, our esteemed colleague, uh, Eleni Kolomvoto, uh, brought to our attention. And then you've got a couple of um, videos. Uh, audios that you're lined up to share here, right, Nancy? From our friend Mark Steele, and another one. Um, you want to yeah, share? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're no?
1: o- they're they're only five minute things, um, but it it sort of well, they're just little quips that we can uh, kind of discuss because they're a different kind of take on certain things. So, why don't we start with um, your presentation there?
0: Okay, so um this comes from the very remarkable mary Hardy um who has been teaching the um, Holy grail vortex protocol um for some twenty years and um she received this um well as to say clairvoyantly from um Sources she regards as being the um, true Templar uh, stream, and that's Templar, you know, not in the sense of Freemasons necessarily, or certainly not in a lot of you know the other groups that appropriate the Templar name and mystique. This would be the original High Science, Sacred Science stream, going back to um, before the medieval Templar order, back to the Sufis to the Essenes to ancient Egypt uh, and beyond. And if you go to um, YouTube and you uh, do a search on "Holy Grail Vortex," and we're going to share this link with you, um, you will find some demonstrations of the um, of the process, the science behind it. Uh, They've been doing this um, around the world in sacred spots, power spots, for a number of years. Um, This is working with toroidal energies to sanctify particular intentions, and it also essentially works with the frequency of the Earth, of Gaia, and is able to pierce through what we'll call the um, energetic control grid that's been laid down On the planet, by, oh, let's just say the factions that want to control us. And um, a number of times when they've done this, they've, you know, gone to Stonehenge, um, gone to Glastonbury, gone to Egypt, gone to other sacred power places. And this is just like six or seven people in a circle, um, not even joining hands, just practicing this um, toroidal energy protocol of the holy grail vortex and they open it with a a universal prayer which is called the great invocation which you can find um in many places all over the world and once they start practicing this protocol what has happened multiple times as these energies start to take effect and pierce through the control grid they will get buzzed by black helicopters or a, you know, tinted window SUV will suddenly pull up and start monitoring. Because, of course, these grids are monitored by um, the bad guys. Anyway, so this is <clears throat> a letter that Mary Hardy sent out to her community, her spiritual community, which is called the Temple of Sakara. Um, so let me just read this aloud, because this is essentially about how the power of prayer... Scientific prayer utilizing frequency and vibration, okay, Um, what practical effects this can have, uh, both in terms of of the virus and the fifth generation. Dear friends, it is important to understand that we are in a frequency war with this COVID-19. I hope you are taking lots of the omega food products like sesame chia seed products or Young Living's MindWise products. In the past, I've written about the glia brain, that's spelled G-L-I-A, the glia brain, which is the white matter in the brain. Fifth generation is interfering with the white matter of the brain. This is a new form of disease, does not act like a viral or bacterial infection. It forces the red blood cells to stick together. Essential oils like helichrysum change the frequency in the body, so this does not happen. As a group, the Temple of Saqqara through the Holy Grail Vortex has been broadcasting these frequencies. So thousands of people have not passed away from the virus. We can also use the crop circles. The second crop circle this year was the COVID virus being eaten by the white blood cells. Uh, Now, this is is Michael cutting in here. Um, The... Authenticity of the crop circles as as not being hoaxes is is established beyond a shadow of a doubt. What they do seem to be is almost like software being um, implanted on on the face of the earth to essentially be embedded in the earth's intelligence field um, with sacred geometry, universal sacred geometry that is for the benefit of of humanity and and of Gaia. Um, So this second crop circle that appeared this year, um, Mary Hardy is saying, is specifically for use um, in the current crisis. Through the Holy Grail Vortex, we can pick up this crop circle, um, sacred geometry, and drop it over schools, nursing homes, prisons, and other high-occurrence facilities, meaning high um, COVID occurrence. We can even drop it over the fifth-generation towers. The frequency from this crop circle will interfere with the broadcasts of the fifth generation. I feel it is our duty as a core group of the Temple of Saqqara to continually do this on a daily basis. A couple of days ago, I sent out a link to a video of Dr. Christian Northrup's explanation of the vaccine. The video has since been removed for content. Vaccine is the dark force's method of taking away free will and making us into a product that can be programmed and controlled. That is the design of this whole system of control. They will keep us contained in our homes, away from restaurants and schools until we accept the vaccine, which will essentially change us into robots. I appreciate all of you working on changing the frequency so the collective consciousness of humanity can see the evil force behind the COVID virus. As I talked to people last summer, I asked if they knew anyone who had the virus. Very few few people said they did. Now they have upgraded the fear factor and sent out different frequencies, so the second wave of the COVID virus is causing more cases. We must understand that this is a frequency war and address this problem as a group. Please share this information with anyone who is open to understanding this information. It will go away when the hundredth monkey drops over and thousands of people understand what's going on. And uh, again, that's from Mary Hardy. So um, I think this is the the best blend of sacred activism and um, sacred science that I've come across. I have uh, practiced the Holy Grail Vortex Protocol with um, a couple of of Mary's um, leading, um, I suppose students you might call them, helpers, assistants, um, co-leaders would probably be the best name, co-leaders. And um, it's really a remarkably simple um, practice utilizing the energies of the earth, our own conscious sovereignty in um, calling in those energies and so I'm really excited about sharing this because it reminds me, Nancy, of, you know, what, what happened with the King Mine disaster. which I think we talked about last week, you know, in terms of you and Walt um, and friends working with the Elementals and the Devas and the Angelics when that huge pollution stream was accidentally released from the King Mine in Colorado in 2015, that you realized you were not going to be able to get physical Shungite water purifying devices out to the key tributaries of, of the river system in time to prevent a huge environmental disaster but ethereal, etheric um versions of the shungite devices could be created and were um, and of course then gaia um kicked in and um it all went away so does this does it remind you of that i mean what what are what are your thoughts on this
1: well, I think we've been continually doing it with every radio show that we've ever had. Because when you get people together and you're, you're talking about the things that we talk about and, call it, and, and causing people to think, have profound thinking in many cases, that all influences the collective consciousness of humanity. And that's when uh, she, she referenced the 100th monkey concept the more we put in that subconscious the more people have to become aware because that is your own subconscious the the collective consciousness is like you know your your subconscious and i realized that a while back that we don't have to try to convince each person one by one all we have to do is fill the memory the, the, well, let's put it the the uh, current memory bank, okay, because it's always changing, of um, humanity and allow the subconscious to begin to work from the inside out. So when we talk about thought, it's it's like that's what you want to do. You want to be able to engage human thinking. Not just subconscious thinking. That's We don't have to worry about We're We're working on that. They don't have to worry about that. But when you're when you when you're looking at the power of human thought, it is just mind-bending. And that is what got them so scared. You know, they thought we were pretty well-controlled, and then suddenly there was... See, I, I actually think that we've already crossed the 100th monkey. I think that it's in slow motion. It wasn't as instantaneous, maybe, as... Those of us that understand the hundredth monkey uh, concept, as it wasn't, is in, because there was so much pre-programming that had to be cleared out before you can really get to the point of oh my goodness and being able to see. You know, it's like going from a black and white movie suddenly into color, and so it's taking more time. But I actually think that we've crossed the the hundredth monkey, um, so. When we're talking about the concept of the water and the etheric doubling of, um, we were using a specific device that Walt had already created, um, it it's, it's sort of locks in Gaia's frequency, the new frequency. She's in, she's in a new frequency locks it in. Um, It was designed to work with the Gaia energy. So, we used that particular... And we went through, when we discussed a whole bunch of different energy devices to see if they would, you know, is this going to work? Is this going to work? And finally, we realized it was that one. And so, what do we mean by etheric doubling? Well, the one that Walt has... As a matter of fact, I have one too. Um, All you have to do is reach behind it to the etheric blueprint of that 3D image. Remember, everything's energy. So you got the energetic blueprint of the, the Gaia resonator. And when you talk in terms of etheric, what you're doing is you're actually taking that blueprint and you're moving it someplace, you know, let's say in the in the Earth environment. Let's not, we can go anywhere, but let's just talk about Earth. So you move it, in this case, we moved it to the water system. Um, the river was being, the, the, the dam, they were trying to clean out the dam, they put in a pressurized water. One engineer says, you're going to blow this dam and you're going to cause a catastrophe. But nobody listened to him. And by God, that's exactly what happened. The pressure blew open the, the the cave itself, the mine itself, and water just started spewing from this cliff kind of area into the into the river below. And we're talking, you know, m- millions and millions of tons of this crap. Um, so we essentially took and put these devices down the river. Now, I thought we were going to have to use a, really a lot of them. But in reality, all that was required was three, okay, to pull this off. And the we, nature spirits were there, the jinn were there, were, the angels weren't participating, they were observing. And Gaia was there for the whole thing. And during this whole episode, Walt and I realized that we we well, we actually realized this particular thing before we got into this particular event, but we had realized that the ma- seemingly magical things that we were able to do too by enacting laws of enterology regarding like etheric doubling and all the other stuff we had been doing for quite a while at that point. Gaia could have done herself but if Gaia does it nobody knows it got done so you have to have a witness you know to learn from from to experience to observe you know what's happening so you always need the uh human witness even though Gaia is really the power behind it the, she's not the she's she's not the 3D power but she's like the etheric uh I would say architect of it you know it's like Here, we can do this. Let's do this now. Let's see what happens if we do this. And it's all training. And in this particular episode, what was the lesson was that Walt and I are pretty good. The etheric devices he builds are amazing. Gaia is all powerful. But if you want to really have this thing work, you need virtually millions of people to engage. And what happened was is the news of this we found out about it right away because uh Linda Moore was right morse was right on the river, and she contacted somebody that then contacted us. so before it was known you know really we were already on on the mission and um and it took us four hours of of working through everything. but when we finally got ready to to enact everything. Gaia said, wait. And then I got thrown out into a remote looking down at the at the country, the nation, and I saw all these little lights flickering on. They just started flickering on. And then they started kind of rising and coalescing until it was this incredibly beautiful white light that was just coming up from the ground. And at that moment I got pulled back to Colorado and boom it all turned on. And that was what we what the lesson was, that you can set all this stuff up, you can be the witness, you can have the most powerful being in our current, you know, close reality, Um, but unless you have the engagement of humanity, it's not going to work. And that was the most powerful uh, lesson I think I've learned in the last few years, was that we're all in this together.
0: Exactly. And you know when i whenever i hear this story it always feels inspiring and powerful and when i think about the application of it right now i mean you know back when we first started radio 5g you know back in march of last year we you had said well hey you know push comes to shove and people are you know dropping like flies and you know things get intense well you know the 5g networks it's off target and there are ways of, you know, there are frequency methods that we can employ, you know, where it's not like you've got, you know, a band of radicals out there burning down five G towers because they're insane conspiracy theorists who are buying, you know, et cetera, with you know the mainstream media um, distortions and propaganda. It's it's frequency, it's. Invoking the power that you are describing that we all possess, particularly in partnership with Gaia, to effect changes for the better, um, and to prevent, uh, the damage that's, that's being inflicted. And this to me is the, is a beautiful thing, like for example, about this, um, protocol, this letter we just shared with everybody, is that when you're talking about the censorship, which is getting so blatant. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very pleased if you're even able to listen to this. And we're, we're going to do our best to make sure that you can. Um, it is getting so blatant now. I think YouTube just came out with an announcement today. This is December 9th. Um, about that they will, you know, blatantly censor and remove anything critical of the election at this point. I mean, you know, that's just totally over the top. So when I look at this, and I think about something that's beautifully, divinely subversive. You know, that's that's what this feels like to me because what are you people doing with that holy grail vortex thing? You know, we are praying for we're praying that no one dies of the virus. We're praying that no one is is harmed by, you know, challenging technologies. We're just we're just over here praying, you good with that? You know? Um, that's going to be, you know, pretty hard to oppose, pretty hard to censor. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't do political activism, civic activism, you know, everything that our people like our friends Mark Steele are doing or that we ourselves are doing, you know, back in uh, la- June of last year when we helped um, the activists in New Mexico uh, at Taos organizing a huge protest turnout at the county commissioners uh, meeting when they were changing the um, land use regulations language to open a back door for um, quick under the radar approval of new 5g um, rollouts in the beautiful city of, of Taos. And so you know that's all good and we're going to share with you you know some of the the good tools that that um, our friend Mark Steele is using in the UK. We are delighted to announce that we have, um, one of the leader of the in power movement, Cal Washington is going to be joining us next week. So that's all good. And we'll keep doing it. You know, um, we, we need to be doing police reports. You know, there's, there's a whole strategy that the in power movement is using, um, to counteract, uh, you know, to, to fight back effectively and have towers removed. So that's all good, and it's like Nancy's saying, you know at the at the highest level, at the essential level, it's a frequency war, and as divine beings with our own sovereignty, we can invoke or not. I mean we can choose not to on the ninety ninth monkey, I think I'll stop. well, no, let's go over the line, let's get a few more folks and tip the balance here so i'm I'm really excited to share this. it just you know comes within my wheelhouse as we say in baseball you know this kind of thing because of the work i've done with sacred activism um you know my my background with my own spiritual path so um i've pulled up on the web here nancy you know before we move on to the next thing um the great invocation with which um, mary hardy and the holy grail vortex protocol uh community with the temple of sakara that's saq Q. U. I want to Temple of uh, Saqqara. Yeah, um, that they use, and it it's beautifully universal. This I think came out of somebody at the UN. Um, it does reference Christ at one point, but you can substitute, um, you know, other uh, names. I'll just I'll say Christ in this sharing. It's just a few. Um, Words. Can we, are you up for for hearing this, Nancy, before we move on?
1: Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Sure.
0: Okay. So, this is uh, the great invocation. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power Restore the plan on earth. So that's the great invocation. It, it comes from about 40, 50 years ago. So if it were written today, it would probably say the minds of humanity rather than of men, you know, which, of course, is gender specific rather than being universal for humanity. But it's a beautiful invocation. And I'm glad I got a chance to share it with everybody. So um, do we want to move on to... Um, one of the things you bought a mark Steele uh what you looking at, Nancy?
1: Well, I'm actually looking at the concept concept of the Templars. Would you like to talk about the Templars a little bit? Oh yeah, I'm always glad to talk about the Templars, <laughs> I figured. Okay, so the reason I the, the reason well because she brings it up because you are within the the you know the Templar philosophy and and you you know you you honored their history and their their teachings and what they knew their experiences and yet you are you know critical or not wanting to watch Oak Island <laughs> and Me? I. Kinda, you, you, you've said over the, you know, the Oak Island, they keep going down, there's nothing that they find. Well, this year... Oh, some, uh, uh, I'm sorry if I, if I misled that because I
0: actually know quite a bit about Oak Island and there's definitely something going on there and it does have to do with the Templars.
1: No, but have you been watching the TV show? Oh, oh. Okay, the TV show, because what's happening there is fascinating. Okay. Um, Okay, so this year they got hit with the COVID thing. They couldn't even get permission... To, for, for the family and the workers to get back into Canada, and so everything got compressed. So their normal, I don't know, maybe sixteen weeks of of being able to do the shootings, you know, because of the weather, um, were compressed into eight weeks. But during that eight weeks, it was almost like they went into superdrive, and all sorts of things started happening. Now I've been watching this thing for like I don't know eight years or something, and you, it, when you when you watch it unfold, there is a sense I get with timing. And a while back, maybe two, three years ago, I went, they're never going to find anything until the time is right. And when they open that up, it's some kind of a, an opening of a vortex or something. I just had this feeling that this was really, really big. Not treasure, oh, yeah. but it's, big. It, it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. so
0: It's not about gold.
1: No, it's not, Well, it's never been with the uh, the Laguinas anyway. Well, maybe Marty, but Rick. No, it's always been the story. But and now Marty is in the same kind of of mental framework. It's the story because he's he's uh, he's he's sort of like you. You know, I don't know about you know. I mean, on the ground, I don't know about this, right? The doubting Thomas kind of guy. And now he's like, oh wow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> type of thing, you know. And it's like yeah. the facts are just winning him over, but the facts are just I mean, it's like a puzzle within a puzzle within a puzzle. Because this year, now they've had a number of different people over the years that have come to them with their own research regarding what's there what's there. And some of them have been really deeply into the to the t- Templar uh, connection. Right. Okay? So, now, this time around, um, there's there, there's two players that were there before, and they re- were interpreting, now this is where it gets really complicated, but they were interpreting an artist's work that was hanging in the loop. Okay? And they were looking at it from the concept of s- sacred geometry. Uh-huh. And this, I don't want to get into the story because, to be honest, I don't think I could relate it correctly. But because of this, they started to work within sacred geometry and the, that was presented in this picture, put it on a, a world map, and it ended up pointing to Oak Island. And then once once they sort of did the same thing over in Oak Island, they were able to go to the Laguinas and say, look, it, we think if you look here and gave coordinates that you're going to find markers marking out a geometric shape that's all over the island. And so they gave them, you know, go right here and just look and see if there's a rock <laughs> because of the yeah. work that they had done on this picture back in, in France. Well, they go out there, and sure enough, they find the five rocks. You know, they find them. So then mm-hmm. these guys came back this year, just recently, and they said, okay, now we've worked it out some more. We've got more information. And they gave them some more specific go look here And boom, (laughs) the the things are there, you know. So then another player comes in. And she's somebody that is into, I I mean, I didn't even understand the uh, disciplines that she was citing, but it's sort of like geology, mineralogy. uh, I don't know what it is, but she just says, okay, now listen to this. And she takes a map that was found and and uh, linked to the Knight Templars directly by another uh-huh. by another researcher who has is, is, is died since. But this map was obviously of Oak Island. and it had all of these um, different, you know, a, a name of, a name of something, and then they would um, uh, show a place on the island. you know, And a lot of the things that were on this map, okay they could identify on the ground on the island but a good portion of it they had no clue what this was re- really referencing but she comes back and she says if you go to these coordinates you're going to find two stones they're anchor stones once we've got the anchor stones we'll have more precise recordings of where the money pit is you know so again they go they give, she gives them the coordinates they go out there and they find them all right okay now so now they're they've got they're in the middle of this thing where it's like every time the templar information comes out as being uh, that this was incredibly planned and that there are all sorts of markers to the treasure but you have got to understand templar science sacred geometry
0: yeah and
1: and, and uh, michael the 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 accuracy, okay, the accuracy. The guy has got this thing that's satellite connected that gives them the absolute coordinates on the ground, and he, he's looking at the the machine. They don't know what they're going to find, okay? This was the, last night. They don't know where they're going to find. So he's, he's walking, you can see him looking at the machine. He has no idea what he's supposed to be looking at at the ground, so he's just watching the numbers. And all of a sudden, he goes... Right here, this is the anchor. And the coordinate was exact, and there's a rock. And in the rock is a tiny little dimple that if you put that pointer in, boom, it's perfect.
0: Perfect fit. Yep,
1: and the second one was the same thing. So what's happening over there is they're unraveling... What is this stuff? Unraveling a huge Templar project... And my oh, yeah. fee- my feeling is well, first off, we realized as soon when they start to show up, they interview uh, Marty and Rick, and then some and some of the other guys. And it was very obvious that these are not the people that we left last year. These people are calm. These people are so knowing. They have had an ev- mm. something has happened to these people to take them a, a level up in just being, you know. I mean, I trust these guys with my money. I wouldn't have before. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I know what you yeah. mean because like before, you know, it seemed like,
0: okay, we've got this TV show going. We know the money pit's real. We know there was something going on here and and we've got to keep each show looking like we just found something. Could this be this? We found half of a spoon made of a copper alloy from Elizabethan England. Could this be, you know, it's the hype thing. You know, Could it be that ancient aliens once, you know, the usual history, cha- you know. Thing where they, they, they have to keep your attention, you know, before the commercial break. And But what you're describing now sounds like these guys have, you know, kind of woken up and found out what's really going
1: on. Well, it's not that they've woken up. It's that, the, the, you see, by, okay, I agree with you that that could be an interpretation. But having been with them and watched virtually every episode, um, that was what they were feeling. <laughs> and the island kept kicking them down. You know, they just look at each other and they go, the curse of Oak Island, you know, because it was weird things that were continually stopping them. They'd get so close. Now, this this last time where they got the anchor points and everything, it turns out that one of the uh, pylons that they put down might have been only like 30 feet from the treasure. Because when they did it, it was 30 feet just on the other side of the of the casting cast, you know, the the pipe that they put down there, right. and that pipe had pulled up a whole bunch of stuff, including wood, worked wood at like 200 feet. It had found um, fragments of parchment, and the See, really that, just, you know, that just breaks my heart
0: when I hear fragments of I parchment. I know,
1: I know, I know.
0: Fragments.
1: Um, and yeah. they're putting that huge
0: power machines down there, like smashing things. Like, oh look, we found a fragment of a parchment. <laughs> yeah, good luck now, kids. You know, with your huge power
1: tools, so, smashing stuff. So, so they got so they got parchment, but the really creepy part of it was they also got human bone, and it was from two different nationalities. It wasn't the same person. One, it was uh, some European and the other one was, like, um, M- Middle East. Okay. Okay, so, you know, this is, like, one of those, what? You know? And, yeah. Um, but so it, it is likely that they may have hit the, because uh, it's a vault room, and what they, they actually got scared about and stopped doing that, what you're, you're describing, was that they thought maybe that they had actually pushed it down. That the, uh, you know that they had they realized they may have damaged it, so that wow. after that they never went down with these big ones again. Well, I won't say that they were smaller; they were more controlled, you know. But the the big big one that d- did this was never used, as far as I can remember. Um, so yeah. they're 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 aware, you know. But the thing of it is, is that over the years there were all these little clues that kept cropping up. I mean, like a cross, okay, that was found Mm -hmm. on the beach that also was seen by um, Rick and uh, Peter and and, uh, somebody else went out there to kind of like check into this Templar connection. And so they went to a prison where the Templars, a lot of the Templars had been housed for like 11 years before they all got executed, um, and so on the walls were all these drawings from the from the Templars, and when um, Gary the the metal detector pulled it out of the mud in the swamp in the uh, cove, and and he's looking at it. Rick was really acting strange, like somebody just hit him in the back of the head, you know. Mm. And Gary's going like, "What?" And he said, "I've seen this," and he had seen it in the prison. And they actually, so it's a they actually kind the Camp the Park. exact the exact cross kind of thing and in the top part of it it was like a Christian cross but in the top part of it there was a uh, cutout you know one of those square cutouts not a round one and the, the, this picture was on the wall and they had it on film you know so there okay. was all these little weird things I mean okay so you go on off to France and you see this thing nobody pays attention to it. it's just something that was on the wall. And then within a couple of, well, virtually a few weeks from having done that, you find the symbol in iron from the time of the Templars on Oak Island. So you see this pattern of manipulating people into information that then, I mean, if they had found the cross without knowing that connection, it wouldn't have had the impact. Right. You know, so you see the divine hand of somebody behind all this.
0: Yeah, I mean I actually have some some information on on backstory on this which could actually tie into our our whole uh, big picture here Um, which is you know that when it comes to um, when it comes to Oak Island and the voyages made there the question is timing. When did they first come there? If you're thinking about pre-Columbian early Templar voyages, you know, that uh, we're talking the 1398 voyage of um, it's either Henry or William Sinclair, um, which was a Templar family. This is almost 100 years after the persecution. And a lot of the Templars fled to Scotland. This is why there's Rosslyn Chapel with all the sacred geometry and, uh, you know, symbology connected to the Temple of Solomon, which is, of course, what the Templars get their name from. And, you know, when you look at all this, um, you go forward to the Elizabethan era, to the voyages that were underwritten by the people around Queen Elizabeth. You get the Third Earl of Southampton. You get the question of, um, the Shakespeare Project, we will call it, which is, you know, the Shakespeare authorship issue. Did they really write the plays? Was it Marlowe? Was it, you know, Francis Bacon, etc., cetera, et cetera? The real story behind that has to do with an inner circle of people studying sacred science. It was very heretical in those days. You could get burned at the stake if you cross, you know, the wrong faction even as late as Sir Isaac Newton, 80 years later, he's hiding all of his diaries because he's, you know, secretly speculating about all this stuff. Well, you know, you've got the third Earl of Southampton, who a lot of evidence indicates was actually the son of the nobleman who was the real um, Shakespeare, who was a lover of Queen Elizabeth. It's a fascinating story. I won't get into that. But when it comes to what you're sharing, Nancy, that is being discovered now on Oak Island, and what you're sharing about you know, some kind of divine hand that is guiding this. The information that we've received here in our Templar community, because, you know, we, we don't bring it out a lot, but the Johannine Templars are centered, um, here in the San Luis Valley. And that is a role and responsibility that I've taken on after I parted the company with, um, a uh, another Templar organization. I don't bring it up very often, but I am actually the former grand commander of the sovereign magistral order of the Temple of Solomon, um, which many of us chose to leave at a certain point for, for good reasons. But the information that we've received is that a lot of what's going on with the money pit and all those you know tunnels and water inflows and one shaft leads to another, That it's a red herring, that it's deliberately been put in place in order to distract people from, um, hang on a second. Um, To distract people from the real treasure of Oak Island, which is not gold, that um, reverend maya has received that there is in fact a vortex that there is in a trans-dimensional layer um, and that it's you know deliberately not near the money pit this is where 12 i believe it's 12 templar knights are actually still in this chamber, in a state of suspended animation, helping guide the ley lines of Gaia and the energies in that part of the globe um, for the ascension of human consciousness, which, of course, is what 5G is designed to prevent, all right? This is what the virus is designed to prevent and the vaccine and all of it. Because they know, you know, at the upper levels of the elite, that the lever of power and control and change is on the level of consciousness, frequency and vibration. And that this was put in place, you know, at the beginning of, of the European um, influx into the new world. There's reports that the Templars actually tried to warn the tribes. They... Um, they got in touch with the tribes in some cases intermarried and were saying, you know, look, this is what's coming and you need to prepare for this and see if we can find ways of, you know, preserving your existence and your, your sovereignty in the face of it. Well, we know what happened, you know, genocide. Um, so anyway, this is, this is, I love how the timing of this as you're describing it. I I totally agree is, you know, unfolding, um, in exactly the right steps at exactly the right time, given everything else, you know, that that's going on. This may seem like, oh, you know, Nancy and Michael are now getting off on this tangent about this fascinating treasure hunt over on some island off of Canada. No, it's all tied in. And, and you know, the revelations of this that are coming out um, are directly tied to it. So it also brings to mind uh, my good friend Alan Green, who has done mind blowing research into the like the precision you're talking about, Nancy, of the coordinates. Um, the work that Alan has done on the Great Pyramid of Giza and how this was brought out, there's sacred geometry on the cover page of the Shakespeare sonnets, which directly correlates to the longitude and latitude of the Great Pyramid of Giza to within an accuracy of nine hundred feet, which brings out the speed of light to a greater degree of accuracy than would be known until Einstein um, and it's it's mathematically irrefutable stuff. It completely blows Egyptology out of the water, it's the history of science out of the water. It's you know it's because it's a Templar stream of knowledge. So anyway, that's my little thumbnail sketch of of you know what we're looking at that that's going on behind this from a Templar point of view. And when I you know, we pull in the Mary Hardy thing, you know which she received from a Templar stream. And that application of sacred science of using toroidal energies in the Holy Grail vortex protocol, I'm excited. (laughs) This is a great show already. So anyway, just wanted to share that.
1: Well, the the um, now there is supposition that what the treasure is is things that they took from the uh, the uh, temple, right? Um yeah. so you got the menorah and you got the and they also believe that it's possible that the um ark of the covenant is ark. there. Now, I was just discussing this yesterday with Alan. Oh, well, what's, what's Alan say?
0: Uh, well, Alan was constrained not to say.
1: Okay. There's something Alan has found that he didn't want to tell me over the phone. Okay. <laughs> Well, I have not been so constrained. <laughs> constrained. <laughs> yeah. Um, so nobody really knows what it is that, that's down there. It's obviously incredibly important. It's obviously <laughs> a lot of work. I mean, the amount of work that you see that went into this at that time is astounding. I mean, these guys are construction people, and they're like, wow, how did they do this? Especially back in those days. Oh, yeah. You know?
0: talking early New World. We're not talking like there's, you know, Canada, you know, populated by the English and the French and there's anything resembling civilization. We're talking 17th century. This is the 1600s, you know, 1700s when when all this was, you know, this is highly sophisticated engineering.
1: Well, it might have been much earlier than that. They may have done this before they got eradicated. The dating wow, goes okay. back well, yeah, way the back. Thing.
0: Right, because that's the thing about the Templars is that, you know, they had the Templar Navy. I mean, you know, getting from Europe to the Holy Land back in those days, and that was the Templars' day job, right, was, you know, we protect the pilgrims to the Holy Land. Well, their real work was this sacred science, the inner circle of Templars who were working with the grids of Gaia, who were, you know, focused on the ascension timeline. That was their real work, but they had their day job, right? Well you go overland protecting the pilgrims and it's a very long, perilous journey and mostly you get raped and pillaged before you ever get to Jerusalem. It was all about the sea routes, it was all about the trade routes, and of course, you know, they had this navy, the the Templar Navy. You see it even today, you know, look at any picture in it, anybody's, you know, grammar school history book Columbus sailed the Ocean Blue in 1492, and you look at a picture of the Santa Maria, his lead ship, it's got a Templar cross on the sail. Every time. Templar Columbus had Templar maps. Okay. You know, Columbus knew exactly where he was going. He knew darn well he wasn't going to China. You know, he knew there was an unexplored new world there because there's significant evidence indicating that he had Templar maps. Uh, And he knew where the trade winds could be picked up, and he knew, and he wasn't going with you know sufficient force or men to engage in any kind of diplomatic mission with the Chinese, you know, no, no, he knew he knew where he was going. So um, yeah, they could very well have gone over much earlier, you know, well before Columbus and before 1307, when the Templars were taken down by King Philip IV of France, you know, with the persecution and the torture and the Forced confessions and the burnings at the stake, etc. So, well, yeah, they, they've, I mean, got, they've got
1: they've got they've got art, artifacts that go way back to the you know 1300s. I think even back some of them have, you know could have been as 1200s. So yeah, that's I mean that you know
0: again that overturns history right there. It's like what Alan's discovering. You know, <clears throat> all the all the suppositions go out the window. You know. Uh, or like these cave paintings that have just been discovered a few weeks ago, revealed, you know, down um, in South America that are thirteen thirteen thousand years old. Oops, there goes. Really, the I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, huge. Like miles of highly sophisticated cave paintings that have survived in the jungle. Wow. That, you know, thirteen thousand years old. So anyway, yeah, that's that's setting a lot of orthodox. And you get to the orthodox, they just, you know, they dig in because tenure and funding and prestige is all getting threatened because now you're saying the theory upon which I built my life and my, you know, my dissertation and everything else turns out to be poppycock. Do I go, oh, how wonderful that a new window of learning has been opened? Now it's like you're, you're a charlatan, you're a conspiracy theorist because you're threatening, you know, my vested interest. Okay, it's humanity, we get it. But – um yeah, so this is, this is pretty cool, because if there's, you know, from the 1200s, identifiable artifacts on Oak Island from the 1200s, well, you know, there goes the conventional history of America.
1: Oh, they often have looked at each other, and they'll go, history changing. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they, they have already made some real intense inroads in the history as we conceive it. we were taught um even you know i mean it's just it's astounding what's happening there and like i say i i i I don't like i call it cheating i don't like to remote view stuff unless i'm you know really compelled to do it and people were saying well why don't you just go down there and look and i'm going like that's cheating you know but then one day i went well maybe just a peek (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, and well it was because of what was happening with that big boar that I'm just telling you about that got the bones out of it and everything right. and um so i just followed the pipe down and at the bottom of the pipe where the pipe essentially was ending there was obviously i was like on a, the, 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 i the i'm in the rock you know you can go anywhere but i'm in the rock and I know that there, that just a little few inches beyond where I am, there is a void, there is a room, and I got. Let me put it to you this way: a little terrified <laughs> of what was on uh-huh. the other side of that wall, and it's I immediately, I like immediately backed up. Or like, I mean, a, you know, a, a respectful awe
0: or a this is scary.
1: This is scary. I'm not huh. going to, I just wanted to get the heck out of there. And um, so what happened, now see, these, this is this is what happens, is that, okay, so I'm all by myself, say nothing to anybody, go and do this remote. And within a couple of days, somebody gives me a link to a remote view done by the far side people of Oak Island, the same pipe. Oh really? Just, just probably almost at the same time that I was doing it, and so you can see the guy going, and and he doesn't know where he's going. They, they do this blind, and so you see him, and he's talking just like I felt. You know, you follow the pipe down, and all of a sudden he was right at that wall again, and he went, "Oh my God, I got to get out of here." He had the same, same reaction that I had. Yeah, something really, really really too much on the other side. I don't want to mess with that.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting to me, especially because of what Reverend Maya has shared that, that she's received, um, in terms of there being, you know, a um, a vortex, a chamber, um, a protected chamber where, you know, there are twelve Templar knights in a state of suspended animation. I mean, you know, believe it or not, as you like, folks, if you're listening to our to this radio, chances are you're open. Um, and when I think of the Holy Grail Vortex Protocol that we shared with you at the top of the show, that was given to Mary Hardy a couple of decades ago in the etheric by 12 Templar Knights came to her in, you know, in the etheric, uh, in vision or whatever you want to call it, a visitation to give her this sacred science of the toroidal energies that is the core. Of the Holy Grail Vortex Protocol that you know that we shared with you at the top of the show can be very effective. Um, let's just say to keep us all healthy when there are health dangers and to keep us all safe from any technological dangers, shall we say? I um, it's just a, a holy science prayer. That's all, folks. Move along, nothing to be seen here, etc. Well, we're coming up a couple of minutes before the hour break um this is this is fantastic stuff nancy um so what's the, what are they saying at the end of this oak island show you were watching like what do they feel like is next i mean are they at the end of that show do they say you know tune in next week because here's what's coming did what well, what, we, well
1: we know we know what's coming because we know how far they took it this week you know you're you're just watching how you know the story unfold so what they're um, what they'll be doing next? What, there's so many. See, they're 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 doing a number of things simultaneously, but they're not big, huge things. They're smaller things. Like in the area of the swamp where they have found uh, man-made structures under the swamp and around the swamp, um, they're putting in small bores, you know, very very small bores on a specific uh, pattern to be able to see get a better feeling of what's down there so they're working very slowly to our to the way that they normally do they're working slowly but now they're getting all this information that's leading them to markers on the on the on the island indicating where to go and i have said from the get-go there's a back door
0: Uh. okay
1: and it was weird when i was looking at the map because this map is just a, a, a you know a str- the outline of the island, and then all of these different names all surrounding this island, and then lines going towards you know the island where these things are, and down in the left hand corner it says, I think it says Oak Island Enter, and it's, it's a translation from in the French. The
0: map it says that.
1: Yeah, and I, all of a sudden I saw that because I went. Yes, that's where I feel the back door is. Uh, See, I've always I can I, you know I feel the island and I can I can feel a back door. You know, there's you guys you're looking in the wrong way. Go over here; it's very simple. It's they're not going to do all this if they don't have a back door.
0: Well, and yeah, this is the thing that that Maya received, which is that a lot of all those shafts and stuff, you know, is. Deliberately confusing red herring front door to distract you from the real entrance yeah that's that's what she received
1: yep so wow. um yeah, and even even then it, see see what they're also discovering is that they either okay they somebody the night Templars probably well I know night Templars went in and they made this amazing maze underneath the, the surface to be able to put all this treasure that they didn't ever want. Uh, found until humanity had gotten to a particular awakening. And so they put it all in there. But then somebody else, apparently, it feels like, and there, you know, that I'm getting it because of what I'm hearing on there. It feels like there might have been either a second deposit, okay, that kind of clutters up stuff, or people may have been looking for it. And this is, you know, like, you know, Eight or 900 years ago, not the 200 that, you know, they think they're working with.
0: Right. So it's kind of like with tombs of the pharaohs, where I was like, okay, grave robbers got to it, but then it was restored and more stuff was added. You know, you deal with those sorts of issues. Other people were looking for it, you know, and then the Templars came back in and repaired it or added more.
1: Yeah. So, like that. yeah. It's 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 fascinating. It's fascinating.
0: Okay, we are at the top of the hour. We're going to take our uh, break here, and Radio Five G. Um, so, what what's our what's our music? Uh, I'm going to
1: play "Disturbance: Sounds of Silence" until no, we don't ever I, until it's dreamt, no longer the theme of the times. I dreamt last night that I was singing this song with my brothers. Let it roll. Okay. Here we go. Uh,
0: All right. That is, um, I love that. (laughs) That music um, totally rocks my world every time. So welcome back to Radio 5G, Michael Henry Dunn and Nancy Hopkins. uh, With the big picture, probably uh, as good a presentation I feel of the big picture encompassing everything going on right now. When you take this, when we step back and take this historical perspective it puts a lot of things into focus that, you know, it's like seeing the forest for the trees. You step back and and see the forest. We're focused on the trees of, you know, sacred activism and stopping the 5G rollout and, you know, all the geopolitical turmoil and, uh, and the virus and the rest of it. And to step back to the, to the divine perspective and the perspective of those souls, you know, who going back centuries have been... On the front lines of this frequency war, you know, and and I think of your story, Nancy, of you know, I mean, you don't get into sharing your your soul history a lot, but in terms of being on the the front lines of you know the frequency wars and the kinetic wars, hot wars, as well as information wars down the, cent- the centuries, I mean, it's no accident that you're where you are right now, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, well, I think it's true for everybody. I think a lot of people don't understand how important they are. Even if, I mean, yes, we have a voice on on the radio or Internet. Great. But there's so many people that have actually been able to maintain the core essence of humanity with a connectedness to Source. And that has allowed us to at least survive during this... You talk about a dark winter. We've been in a dark winter. We don't have even the glimmering of how truly magnificent humanity has been in the past and can be in the future. When you think of the the constructions that they've made, like that pyramid in Giza, it's it's like... You can't get a razor blade between the, between the uh, bricks. How right. can this possibly be? Think about the you dragging. It. No, something else was was occurring. You think of this these new finds with you, know, and why are they finding these new finds at this time? It's you know somebody is like, you just feel the hand of God or some. You know, the the supreme architect, somebody is, is orchestrating the discovery, just like what happened when we were working with the water. We had to wait until humanity got to a certain awareness before, boom, we could take the next step. And it just seems like there being, I mean, for all I know, this whole crazy COVID thing that we're in is something that's good for us. Because it's forced us into looking at, because it's not dangerous, but it's forced us into looking at so many things, you know, Yeah. and and, yeah. and forcing, I mean, the 5G, I said when we started out, I said their big mistake is that they're pushing it, it's going to make too many people wake up too soon. Again, they're only adding, they're trying to, <clears throat> they're trying to put out a fire with gasoline. Exactly.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: They're, um they, they
0: because we were as you said earlier you know we were waking up so fast that they accelerated their plans like we got to stop this or we're going to lose and you know so uh, too many patches of light popping up too many places a whack-a-mole kind of thing they couldn't you know they, they can't really stop it and i think you know we're entering a really crucial phase now and these discoveries that are getting made, you know, the the sacred tools that are in our hands now, you know, I believe more and more that this battle is not going to be primarily fought or won, you know, on the geopolitical level, um, you know, or especially on the, the kinetic war level. Now, and I've always been about, you know, the, the balance walking a fine line because there's times, you know. You gotta you gotta pick up whatever is at hand to defend on the three D level your family, your community. That said, you know, if we're working at this higher level, that's where the real power is in frequency and vibration. And if we're working with that, you know, with, with methods and a community and decentralized ways of doing it that they can't stop, we've won. And as you say, Nancy, you know, it may well be that we've already won, but it's like, hey, you know, you, you got to follow through, folks. OK, the tide has been turned, but you're still riding the tide and, and we got to finish this thing out. I mean, that's um, as you said, you know, they found the antidote. You know, the, the jig is up, but a lot of the lower players, you know, in the dark elite don't know that they think they can still win. So, you know, we've got to defend our families and our communities and, and our values. Um, But, you know, to be. Practicing these sacred tools of frequency and vibration at these higher levels, they can't stop that. We we go down to the 3D level, you know, um, you know, with violence and and uh, you know coups and whatever whatever you have. <clears throat> that's where they love to divide us that's where they love to see um us at each other's throats so as long as they're keeping their vibration low and all of that they're not going to use the magic weapons that would spell the end so and you know i've i've done that i've you know i started out all about hey new international court of human rights um you know, we're we're gonna take it to the bad guys. on you know on Project Camelot with Kerry Cassidy waving the flag. You know, we're coming after the cabal. You know, oh smart Mike, real smart, right? Because we're on their turf and they love it. You know, it's like, oh, okay, kids, you think you're gonna seize our assets? You know, through an enforceable order from a new International Court of Human Rights? Good luck. <laughs> okay, you know, I mean, it has to be done. You can't ignore that. That's the thing. It's the the trick of you know the human family does need to uphold the rule of law, does need to hold these people accountable, there do need to be consequences, and frequency and vibration is the real game. So it's walking that that fine line. I mean, here in my community, here I am on the radio with Nancy Hopkins uh, in southern Colorado, and you know I'm part of our local peace patrol. It's not Templar in name, but that's what we're doing. It's high vibrational... You know, our values are the Egyptian codes of Mott. Uh, But basically, it's just, you know, local people stepping up from what you'd call a neighborhood watch committee to, hey, we're defending our community. We're working closely with the county sheriff. We've got patrols. We're unpaid volunteers. We'll get between our neighbors and harm if we have to. We're not first responders. We're not the cops. Call 911 first. But, hey, it takes a long time for them to get here. We're in the biggest land, you know, largest uh square miles, sparsely populated square miles you'll find anywhere, uh, certainly in this state, probably in the country. And so we're we're gonna be there between you and Harm's way. That's a Templar responsibility in terms of defending those who cannot defend themselves. And the higher science, the inner circle, the real stuff, its frequency and vibration. And and We've always been about, on Radio 5G, you know, from the beginning, about that balance. Yeah, the activism is important, the political stuff. You know, we have Cal Washington from Empower Movement on next week. Um, And I just love it that, you know, that we are sharing where the real battle is being fought with the weapons that they can't stop. And they can't arrest you for praying, you know, at a high science level. And that's what we do. So, yay for us. (laughs) So you have something for Mark Steele to share? Is it time for that?
1: Uh, yeah, we could do. Well, let's let's let's, let's just look at this thing. Okay, the first thing because I really, I find that this is um. It, it's kind of a three-minute funny presentation, but. It's sort of like what we're up against. Okay, so I'm just gonna play it here. This is Bit Shoot. Sixth Sense, government message to all the sheep.
2: to all the sheep in this country this is a message from your beloved government, we support you why? because you do everything the government says you never question anything because you know the government never lies, you loyal sheep, don't care that thousands of cancer victims are dying a painful death that suicides are increasing daily. You just don't care, my beloved sheep, because you know no death is as important as a COVID death. It doesn't matter to you, oh sheepy, that our civil liberties are being taken away day by day. It doesn't matter to you that you can't say goodbye to your dying relatives. It doesn't matter that you can't go out. Meet your friends. Just believe in more lockdown after lockdown after lockdown. You are happy sheepy to hide indoors while you wait to be injected with the vaccine. And don't worry, if you don't want the vaccine, we will hold you down and inject you anyway. Just keep watching the government propaganda from the BBC and Sky News and stay too scared to go out. And if you do, wear a mask while you breathe in your own faeces as you drive your car. Oh sheepy, we support you. Keep on shaming the non-mask wearers bully them, attack them, because they are to blame for everything. Not your beloved government that is prepared to bankrupt every business in the country for a virus that kills less than 1% of those who catch it. My beloved sheep, it doesn't matter to you that your government is run by multimillionaires who think you can live on £90 a week on universal credit while they ruin the economy, make you homeless, and turn you into a snitch. You don't care, oh sheepy, that anyone who questions the government is branded a conspiracy theorist and will be arrested by the police and fined £10,000. You don't care that doctors are jailed who offer an alternative way forward or that our beloved police batter innocent protesters with battles or punch old women in the stomach who want to stand up for our civil rights we love you sheepy we love you you never research, you never learn you never question and because you are a complete moron fuckwit, compliant COVID zealot, you, yes you will be the first to take the vaccine God bless you sheepy and good luck your government loves you and now, this message will be translated into your own language.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, can yeah, we say yeah. anymore?
0: That's kind of like that movie, V for Vendetta. You know that movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty much in that ilk. And, uh, but scarily true. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it, you know, I loved about V for Vendetta that, I mean, it's kind of like the dark version of The Princess Bride. I mean, you go, hey, you know, how can you possibly compare, you know, the sweet little fairy tale of The Princess Bride to, you know, the dark dystopian V for Vendetta thing? Well, they're both based the essential plot premise, is a false flag operation. In, in V for Vendetta, you know, it was about utilizing a um, a deadly epidemic that the, the government was actually responsible for, actually triggered, and they used, you know, to impose a regime based on the fear that they created. And, uh, <coughs> you know, everybody's favorite fairy tale, Princess Bride. Well, the evil Prince Humperdinck, the whole thing is, you know, Okay, well, I'm, you know, going to um, marry the princess. So when, when I quoted it before, it, it, I'll do it real quick. It, it, he's going to go down and torture the hero. The evil henchman is going to go down into his dungeon and torture the hero. And he says to Prince Humperdick, "You know, I'm, I'm putting Wesley on the machine today. Would you like to come down?" And I know, and he says, "Oh, I, you know how I enjoy watching you work, but." I have a wedding to prepare and then my wife to murder and then the neighboring country of Gilda to blame for it. I'm swamped. You know, So it's like it's a false flag. The Prince's Bride is about a false flag operation to justify a war with his neighboring country. He's going to kill his wife and blame it on the neighboring country. It's subversive. I love it about that. But anyway, yeah, that that is um, I mean, that's V for Vendetta all over. Where did you find that, Nancy?
1: Um, I actually was had gone over and was listening to um Mark Steele. and it's it came up you know fast and I didn't you know, I started listening to it I said oh this is too good <laughs> So it was yeah. I, I was led to it Michael I was led to it Of course yeah just <laughs> as like we were saying guys were led to the you know the info as I was saying Yeah um no the, no the other one I had um is this is this is, Mark the one that Mark did, and it, you know we could listen to it. But it's five minutes of him calling the police department and making a, a complaint of a crime. And he says, "Yes, I want to report a crime. The uh, COVID is a hoax perpetrated on the people in order to to get them under control." And this woman Anne is like. Oh, okay. Um, well, and she was very helpful to, through the whole thing. Almost like, like, like he, he, she was taking him seriously. Although you know, that surprises the, me. I would have thought she'd hang up on you know the first time he said COVID. Would well, you hope. want to hear it? It's five minutes, but it's it's kind of. Oh yeah, of, let's oh, play okay. It. Well, let's
0: play it then. Okay. I love listening to Mark anytime.
1: Okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, this is more like ten minutes. But hey, listen, we'll do it. This is from E L T V. Real R E E L Amazing Pauly and Mark Steele's on with it. It's a bit com video. I'm really hoping we're
3: about getting to the end of this whole conspiracy theory thing, and what I mean is, I'm hoping that the public will soon wake up to the fact that anytime a mega criminal either a corporation or an individual is about to get caught for their crimes or an investigation starts into their crimes the press and the media and the entertainment world and the talking heads and the pundits and the social media sock puppets all come out and accuse everyone of being a conspiracy theorist it's getting ludicrous everything they don't like is a conspiracy theory when in reality as I've been watching the pattern Nine times out of ten, the things that they call conspiracy theories are actually real crimes going on that they don't want you to find out about, period. End of story. Everything from assassinations to mass-scale environmental degradations to individual murders to human trafficking to child exploitation, these things have all been written off as conspiracy theories, and I'm telling you, most of them aren't. This is just the handy dandy way they bury stories nowadays. Outrageous. Anybody questioning uh, the election results in the United States when there is massive evidence of shenanigans and fraud, those people are all conspiracy theorists. The whole notion of even asking whether an election might have been tampered with is a conspiracy theory.
2: police force you would like to be connected to, or say the name of the nearest town?
4: Uh, Northumbria Police.
2: Answering yes or no was that Northumbria Police? Yes. Thank you. Northumbria
1: Police would ask that if you have a question about the coronavirus restriction, please hang up and visit the government website for more information our advisors will not be able to provide any further information on the restrictions or advise you on
2: any potential punishment if you do wish to speak to us then please continue to hold and we will answer your call at the earliest opportunity good. welcome to northumbria police your call may be recorded for policing purposes good you or someone else is in immediate danger or a crime is taking place now, please end this call and dial 999. Do you know you can report a non-emergency incident or crime online? You can also contact an officer or your local neighbourhood policing team, find out information about our services, or contact us through live chat. You can find everything you need at www.northumbria.com. You need to speak to an advisor, please listen carefully to the following four options. If you wish to report a crime or incident, press 1. If you have the extension, you can visit our website at www.northumbria.police.uk, where you can report a non-emergency crime or incident. If you do wish to speak to an advisor, please hold. All our contact handlers are busy. Please hold and your call will be answered as soon as possible. Good morning, Northampton, Please,
4: you're speaking to Anne. How can I help? Hi, Anne. Anne, I'd like to report a crime. Yeah,
2: what's the problem?
4: This uh, coronavirus hoax that's been uh, perpetrated on the country in economic terrorist attack in breach of the 2000-2006 uh, Terrorism Act. Right. So why is that a
2: crime?
4: A crime. Economic terrorism is a crime uh, perpetrating... Yeah it, yeah, it is. But what, what evidence have you got to
2: substantiate this?
4: Well, we've got a senior doctor in Canada who's actually stated that this is the greatest hoax ever to be perpetrated. He actually produces the PCR test. He said the PCR test doesn't test for this virus. I've also got a colonel in the uh, Russian military who said the whole thing is a conspiracy, a hoax, perpetrated on the people by Matt Hancock, a criminal Boris Johnson and people in government that this is absolutely a hoax and that the police right. should do that job and investigate this crime that we have the prima facie evidence that this is a hoax Right, okay just hold on, I've got a log on
2: Sorry, have... What's your name?
4: My name's Mark Steele Mark
2: Steele, got yeah. Right, Mark. And
4: this is your landline number, is it? That's my landline
2: number, yeah. Right, what's your address, uh, Mark, for the log?
4: My address is 32 Percy Gardens, (laughs) Dunstan.
2: Right, so you've got this evidence there, like you've got screenshots of all of this and
4: everything, Yeah, yeah, I've got all the prima facie evidence to show that this whole coronavirus thing's a hoax. Right, so you know the
2: people that are in hospital that have died? Yes.
4: What about those? Well, the PCR test doesn't test for coronavirus, so what they died of we're not really sure. But the government haven't shown any evidence to show that this coronavirus is real. They've actually refused to, to produce that evidence to anybody in Freedom of Information requests, which confirms it is absolutely a hoax. Okay. And do you know the reason why
2: they're doing this?
4: Well, to commit uh, mass genocide on the population in the United Kingdom by using a contaminated vaccination that's been rushed through. It has uh, metal contamination in it, tungsten in particular. Uh, the,
2: you mean
4: the vaccine? The vaccine is contaminated with particulates to commit mass genocide. Put the say we got it
2: to I tell you is contaminated with
4: what? Tungsten nanoparticulates, uh, aluminium nanoparticulates, zinc and mercury and a number of other pathogens that would commit mass genocide. Right, okay. I'm
2: going to send this over to um, actually I'm going to send it
4: over to my inspector, okay? Thank you.
2: And I've got your number, so we're going to get somebody to ring you back very shortly. All right. Can you
4: can you give us the log, please, Anne? Yeah, we'll do.
2: Yeah, course. I'm just hang on, I'll just send it across. Sorry to keep you waiting, my love. I'm just going to try to get it populated. for
4: inspector to so the incident number is
2: 162 um, of today's date
4: the sentence of the trial thank you very much Anne. we'll get somebody to want you back all right okay don't thanks Cheers, we'll no, thank you, you. bye bye that's what you do and if they don't do that job you then take it to the local area PCC you then take it to the IUP say we're gonna push these police forces to do their job, do their duty to protect the people from this crime that's being perpetrated against us by criminals in government. You heard what I said. Everybody now needs to start doing the same so that they know, we know this is a works. We have the prima facie evidence it's a works.
0: Well, that's our good friend Mark all over,
1: on the front lines. (laughs) Well, you know, when we started this, one of the things I would say to people, the audience, you, is we have to give people an excuse to do the right thing. Right. You know, and, okay, so the dangers are you make this report, well, now you've reported yourself. You're on the top of the list. Mm Mm-hmm. That takes courage. Mark is so on the top of the list that, you know, it's not any more danger than he's put himself in for the last four years. Right. So, um, however, we we are at war. I mean, this is definitely a war. It's humanity against the dark, deep side. And, yeah. you know, you you either become one of those sheeples like you know bah, 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 bah. maybe you understand that or you research it and realize that it is genocide you know somebody yeah. asked me if I was going to get the, the vaccine and I said uh, I'll take the bullet in the head it's much quicker mm-hmm.
0: yeah well hopefully those aren't the only two alternatives you know
1: well they'll make it that It'll come down to that if we don't stop them right now, and we yeah. don't have to do it like we're trying to to make people aware of. Is that you don't have to do it by going out and reporting these things? Although it is an act of courage, some people don't have it. Some people think they have too much to lose. You have too much to lose if you don't. But if exactly. you can't, and even if you do, you know, see yourself in a position of representing humanity and keep yourself balanced and focus focus your energy not on what's what's going wrong that's just that's the storyline okay it's a storyline put it aside but think of it as the story is guiding us into action and the action is to activate your own internal powers of thinking exactly. positive things now the key to to manifesting within the 3d is not that you maintain a thought image what you have to do is use your heart center because that's the power center it's not your thoughts but your thoughts can you can be let's say you, somebody's going to control your brain it might as well be you right And if you think in terms of, I just want to see, you know, a reality where it's the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have done unto you. It's the most simplest way I can kind of project a reality that is a working reality for everybody. So Mm -hmm. what you do is you embrace that thought, but then open up your heart. And if you if if you want to feel the difference what I'm talking about when we talk about open heart and this is energy. Okay, this is energy. If you say appreciation, gratitude, compassion, all of those frequencies, those the the frequency of the word itself sets up a resonance in your body that uh, is is the equivalent of the love frequency. So by just cuz love has got so many weird connotations to it, it's best to stay focused on words that we know create the, I think it's the .1 hertz or whatever it is that is actually the love frequency. And these will, they resonate at that so when you say them, when you think them that's all you have to do, then you start a vibration in your heart that's the love frequency, pure and simple. Not love with all its connotations. You're dealing with energies. And once you do that then that's where the power is. The power of manifestation comes from your, essentially, the emotional body, not the thought projection. The thought projection engaged with your emotional body is the key to manifestation. Yeah, it's um,
0: it's so true. And what you were, you know, saying earlier, and like what Mark was just saying, uh, to. To take the other tools that are in our hands, and next week you know, when we have Cal Washington, um, the founder and leader, I believe, of the In Power Movement, and you can check it out at InPowerMovement.com And you know, there, there's just something about these words, as you're saying, Nancy. You know, when, when it comes to words like love and gratitude and and courage and sovereignty, you know, there are powerful frequency and vibration associated with those words in our consciousness when when we invoke them Um, i'd like to share i've got the dot com website up here i'd like to just read they've got a couple little blurbs about what they're about and i think they are one of the best places where you can go for you know i mean mark is out there on the edge you know and in power movement has really perfected the middle path that's going to help wake all kinds of folks up. You know, it, so let me read some of this. This is from their page called Our Causes. Our community members have expressed concerns about super technology and other interventions that claim to progress society forward as a whole but also carry tangible risks that affect the health and safety of our homes and often for the sake of profit Please learn more about our causes below. Okay, 5G technology. As wireless technology improves from a data transmission standpoint, the amount of radiation exposure to people and pets also increases. While it may seem that you cannot control the installation of these high-powered transmitters, communities are banding together to halt 5G rollouts and reduce their exposure. And they have a separate section over here on smart meters. Smart communities have been saying no to smart meters. I love how they say, hey, do you want your city to be a smart city or do you want to stay a dumb city? Well, no, I think we'll stay a wise city and uh, keep out AI, smart cities, and smart meters, specifically. Whether you're concerned about safety, privacy, or your overall health, you have the right to decline or replace a smart meter on your home, apartment, or office building. This was our first cause, has some of the highest level interest worldwide in a number of success stories. Then they go to vaccinations. Doctors, nurses, and parents want safe vaccines and better health outcomes for their communities. But regardless of whether you have ethical or religious-based concerns over vaccine ingredients or development, the ever-increasing number of vaccines On the childhood schedule, more than 80 doses in the United States, or you are facing workplace vaccine mandates, you should have a choice. Now, this is, you know, the reasonable, calm, middle road, wake up. And I love the way this is phrased because you've got Bojo. Boris Johnson goes to Brussels yesterday. And this is the prime minister of the UK. Right. And there's a YouTube out right now which takes clips from his speech and he does the same old tired, you know, there are conspiracy theorists who say that, you know, the vaccines will turn us into robots. These anti-science conspiracy theorists who don't understand the value of vaccines which saved us from polio, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? This is called the straw man strategy because – Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the Children's Health Defense, all of the the hard science behind that has nothing to do with completely debunking the value of all vaccines. It's tracking following the money and it's following how many get vaccines got added to the schedule and the plummeting health of children in America since these vaccines were mandated. It's hard epidemiological stats statistics folks so they want to you know what they'll do is you know they'll they will describe a completely untenable position vaccines are bad we don't believe in science and then they'll tear that apart easy to tear apart it's a made of straw it's a straw man and it's not what is really being said right and this is a very ancient practice i mean you know you go back to the Civil War, they were doing this on both sides, you know, completely distorting the other person's position in order to have it be completely easily destroyed, right? So in powermovement.com, you know, this is very reasonable. It's a, yes, we respect science. Yes, there are doctors and nurses who want safe vaccines, and we have reason to be concerned as more and more vaccines get added to the schedule and the liability free big pharma industry gets to make more and more money and our children get sicker and sicker. We're kind of concerned and there are legal recourses. So I really look forward to having um, Cal Washington on with us uh, next week. And if you want to check this out in the meantime, again, that's uh, in It's dot com about taking back your power. So taking back your power on like the, the civic level and you know the uh, the the practical steps you can take with your local municipalities and states etc. and then today we're also focused on the bigger metaphysical picture of taking your power back, uh, which is you know that will end up having consequences on the local and political level. As you say, Nancy, you know give people an excuse to do the right thing. And if we turn the hundredth monkey, you know, if, if there's some kind of vibrational corner we can turn with enough people waking up, enough people doing the Holy Grail vortex protocol, enough people, you know, just keeping their own frequency high, uh, we've got a chance. We've got more than a chance, as you say, hey, you know, the battle may already have been won, but, you know, there's follow up, follow through and, and clean up to do. So, Captain Hopkins, are you there?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm here. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's going to be it should be a nice show next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Um, and
0: uh, and I, yeah, Cal Washington, and uh, I think it's you know based in. out of Canada, and it's pretty cool stuff up there. So, um, where else do we want to go? We got
1: well. Uh, I, would, I have to. I have to kind of like um, talk about the the situation regarding YouTube. YouTube oh, yeah. it, came out today and said that anybody that talks bad about the election are um, going to be taken down. Right. Which me and and what? Well, I. I I don't know that the Radio 5G audience knows that they threatened to um, take my station down, Cosmic Reality. Now, uh, Beware 5G is its own station because I thought that that one would be the one that would (laughs) get me in most trouble and I didn't want to endanger Cosmic Reality. And we have had a number of shows censored. This one, in fact, would probably be censored. Um, So but they haven't threatened to shut down the station and i've how never had how can they shut down the station i don't understand i mean that's it
0: it's a youtube station
1: it's a youtube station cosmic reality it's all of my radio shows go up on that youtube station and because of one video that i put out in the fall of 2018 they didn't just censor it they said well, actually, what the message was is you no longer have authorization to use this studio. That was the top line. I wished I had print screened it, um, and I was like, "What? What the hell is this about?" And then I realized that, that that oh well, it says, "Well, we're only kidding. This is a warning. But if it happens again, you will be taken down without any warning." And so I'm like, "What are they? T- what? 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 What happened? You know?" And then they show me, that I could link to the, um, the video in question, and that video um, was entitled The Plan. And uh, it's, it's two hours of, um, in my estimation, the best presentation of what the plan entails and why, the history of the deep state. And also, it's um, over an hour of Bill Brockbrader detailing what they have already done regarding um, the plan. And you know, so to me it was it was extremely important, but it didn't get very much activity. My suspicion is it started trending and got their attention and it got suppressed right well, they not just- only that but a threat for the studio so um now they' now they're going to take down anything that is um regarding elections and if they do what they've been doing which is to go back and say well that was okay then but it's not anymore okay it's it's even though I have I did a uh, there's a uh, I actually did a video of self video to explain what had happened so that people won't will realize that I'm just not going to threaten the station by doing any more uploads But it already may be doomed simply because we've been dealing with all sorts of questions that were okay then, but not now. Right. I mean, if
0: they're they're dinging you for something from 2018 with Bill Brockrader about the plan, well, they can go through, you know, if they want, all the videos since then and find excuses to take you down. Because I'm sure there's, you know, plenty of incendiary stuff from their point of view, you know, that you put up in the meantime or that we
1: put up. Certainly. well it, the 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 damn thing is is that <laughs> that they got me for harassing and bullying okay that was the you? the cat yeah that's the category that they that they uh used and 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 i nobody can see the u r l anymore but I can and if I go there, it says this has been taken down for harassment and bullying, and so were you harassing or bullying It's a deep state. <laughs> oh. That poor deep state. Oh. <laughs> it's the only people we were, you know, saying, be careful, you know, we're coming to get you. I mean, if if that's bullying and, and you know, okay, then, yeah, I'm guilty of it. But um, I just decided, I actually appealed it. Okay? Oh, okay. That wasn't successful? Um, well, well, I don't know because they haven't answered yet. Um, but I appealed it knowing that, well, if they take a second look at my station, they'll definitely take it down. Um... But I did it because I wanted to see what their reaction would be. Because all I'm asking for is clarification. I don't know who you're saying I'm bullying. I really... I, I honor your reasonable reasons for doing this to some people, but I just don't see where I've gotten anything. It's it's history and it's personal experience from somebody. Nobody is being harassed or bullied. And I... I I doubt that they'll even... I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that they've gone beyond the pale at this point. Um, they're, they're... Well, I don't want to get into the because, you know... But they are feeling very, very challenged. And, it, you know, they know that if the election for... You know, right now, if I, if I say anything bad, you know, that the election might have been, you know... It might have been fraud involved. Um, they'll, uh-huh. take it, they'll take it down. Um and the reason the reason for that is because if they actually do make people realize and that you know that they, they do say, No, we're not gonna lose this election because we didn't lose this election, it's all fraud if if they win and they're gonna win, then the next things to fall are these people. You know, right. YouTube, yeah Facebook, uh all of the Twitter you know the ones that have been complicit in not only the fraud but the cover of it, uh, cover up, and they're blatantly doing it.
3: Yeah. You know
1: I'm going to censor anybody that is going against the narrative that Biden is the winner. So when you right. look at that, you go they're they're in they're in the fight for their life. So yeah. what I, what I, what I just want to say right now is that um, because of this, and I do believe that when the republic is reinstated and we have our freedom of uh, expression again, then these, you know, Facebook, and all, they'll be just taken over. I don't think they're going to go down. I think they will be taken over and we'll get our freedoms back. But until that time, I have um, created a podcast uh, site. And the podcast site is pod, P-O-D, dot C-O, slash, cosmic-reality-radio and if you go to that address you're going to see the podcasts of of all of our shows and I'm going to put radio uh, beware of uh, 5G up there too Um, but you can also go to the archives on cosmic reality go to the tab that says radio click on it drop down you'll see archives you can click on any of those archives they're done weekly or you can go to the uh, Books and Blog tab, click on that and you'll see um, Blog. If you go to the blog, I should have named it Archives, but at the time I didn't realize that that's what it was going to become. But each blog entry is actually a week of the uh, of the uh, audio tapes. And it has the ability to listen to it there and to control the listening because you can go to the you know, POD dot c o slash cosmic dash reality dash radio, but you can't control the listening all you can do is listen because this site is actually designed to put these podcasts up on youtube and apple and all the other versions of free downloads of podcasts. If you are into that and you go to your favorite one, you know you should be able to find us um the studio is cosmic reality I don't really know how these things are. Are set up or how they work but we are up we do have the information it is still available to you but because of the censoring in YouTube I just don't see any point in playing that game anymore well this is great
0: news I'm I'm so glad to hear this it's been a concern I've I've had you know that we were going to get taken down radio 5g or that you know God forbid cosmic reality should be taken out before you had the alternative in place to direct people to so it just cracks me up that that they accused you of, of bullying and harassing the deep state. Apparently. Yeah, I, mean, you know, I mean let's talk about that term for a second, because you know, the first time I heard the deep state term we're going back like <clears throat> six years ago. Um I'm working with an international lawyer out of Egypt, American guy. Um, who had done work for the Putin administration in their early years when there were good relations with the U S and, um, and he's in Egypt and he was in Egypt for the revolution in 2011. And then he was in Egypt for the second revolution that followed when they threw out the Muslim brotherhood and uh, President al-Sisi came in. And, um, so this guy has a national, you know, intelligence background, um, cooperating with the Russian government, um, and he was, you know, working in the closing days in the Clinton administration with the Secretary Madeleine Albright, et cetera. So you know, this is high level stuff. And he's talking to me about, you know, we're working on the Human Rights Court, a new International Court of Human Rights. And um, and he's a very knowledgeable guy. And he says, well, you know, what I'm doing, the elements I'm working with in Egypt don't have to do with whether or not Mubarak was in charge, or the Muslim Brotherhood is in charge, or now. Al-Sisi is in charge because I'm working with the deep state. And I said, with the what? He said, well, the deep state is what remains in place when regimes come and go at the top. So here is, just so we know, it's an academic term. It's not you know, a QAnon term. It's not a Trump term. It's actually an intellectual, historical, scholarly term. And here's what Wikipedia will tell you. A deep state, from the Turkish, Derin devlet." is a type of governance made up of potentially secret and unauthorized networks of power operating independently of a state's political leadership in pursuit of their own agenda and goals. The range of possible uses of this term is similar to that for shadow government. In popular usage, the term carries overwhelmingly negative connotations, although this does not reflect scholarly understanding, right? We're talking about a scholarly term. Right now, they're demonizing it. You know, Stephen Colbert and his show, he'll do, you know, oh, the deep state, the conspiracy. No, it is a scholarly academic term for describing a political reality. Here's more from Wikipedia. Potential sources for deep state organization include rogue elements among organs of state, such as the armed forces are public authorities, intelligence agencies, police, secret police, administrative agencies, and government bureaucracy. A deep state can also take the form of entrenched career civil servants acting in a non-conspiratorial, discretionary manner to further their agency mission or the public good, sometimes in contravention of the current political administration. The intent of deep state can include continuity of the state itself, job security, enhanced power and authority, and the pursuit of ideological or programmatic objectives, it can operate in opposition to the agenda of elected officials by obstructing, resisting, and subverting their policies, conditions, and directives. So it's a, it's a very old historical concept. It's about a state within a state. So Nancy Hopkins is bullying an academic historical concept. You mean it. <laughs> you cruel person, you need to be taken down from youtube. It blows yeah, it cracks me up
1: well, they actually you know I went deeper and deeper into their rules and regulations and under that category, there is something regarding um conspiracy right uh-huh but i mean it doesn't fit at all you know but something about so that they sort of hit it under this 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 echelon but when I put in my appeal i i didn't even mention the fact that that was there because to me this isn't conspiracy it's just the truth yeah i mean it's
0: just you know hey we're we're, okay we're we're just you know oh it's a conspiracy there are no such things as as you know people or factions operating you know to further an agenda that they would prefer the public not know about oh that's never happened in history Oh, there's never been anything like you know the mafia or secret state treaties or you know I mean, it's ludicrous. Of course we know this.
1: Well, the thing of it is, is that you know, a conspiracy by definition uh, indicates that it's something that is kept quiet and not you know it's 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 a secret. We're not secret. Why would we do a conspiracy? We say all this stuff out in the open. We're not trying to hide right. anything. We don't have an agenda other than to present the truth. And if that is Bullying. <laughs> well, I'm a bully. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, um, in I'm the age to of lies, beat them with the truth. I'm going to beat the crap out of you with the truth.
0: <laughs> what the? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, in an age of lies, the truth is is the most dangerous weapon, and it's going to get you um, arrested sooner than anything else. So this is great. Congratulations, Nancy, on, on, <laughs> on putting this alternative into place. And we're going to have the link that Nancy just uh, spelled out for you. Um, you know, we'll we'll be put on this on, on our YouTube channel. Um, pick it up quickly, you know, and uh, make, make sure to mark that, bookmark it, you know, so that. Um, well, see what
1: what the can, what, what what the website gives you right now is the um, all of the messaging that in the descriptions that I would put under them. You know, even now I won't put any links because the links can get your the video taken down. Um, so, but uh, in the podcast, I can put all these links so that as long as they're good, you'll have access to them. Where I, c- I had to stop doing that for YouTube to begin with. So we are under under a state of complete censorship, and it, you know it's only going to get. Well, I don't think it's going to get much worse because right now they're in full full fall. You know they're they're just taking out anything and everything that they can. It's
0: so- yeah, and I think you know the the American spirit is only going to tolerate so much of that. I mean, you can get away with much more, you know, vigorous clampdowns, lockdowns, authoritarian, dictatorial, totalitarian stuff in other countries. It's, you know, and it's sad how much the sheeple are accepting in our country these days. But, you know, don't tread on me goes deep uh, in the American spirit. And um, so here it comes.
1: (laughs) You and know, that's that's kind of the way I, that's the way I took it. Uh, they threatened me. I don't st- I don't stand there and fight you. I just walk out the door, you know. And that's yeah, basically and people walk out the door.
0: And there's you know other networks and, and uh, options that start to come into play. like and YouTube and Facebook stop becoming the go to. You know, um, I mean obviously they've got huge leverage because the reach. You want to reach, you know, hundreds of millions of people that are all on YouTube or Facebook. Um, you want to reach people on Parlera or, you know, MeWe. Well, you've got to muscle up those networks so that you have the same reach. That's what's got to happen.
1: Yeah, I, just, I, think, I think they'll just be taken over with people that, you know, believe in the Constitution. The republic is going to come to these people, whether they like it or not. But we're going to leave because we've got to get out of here before the station cuts me off.
0: Oh, okay. It's 11.59. Radio 5G is a joint project of the Sacred Academy of Global Evolution and Cosmic Reality Radio. Uh, This is Michael Henry Dunn with my esteemed co-host Nancy Hopkins. Keep your hearts high, folks. Um, Keep your vibration and frequency high. And uh, God bless us, everyone. We'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening. May it be. Let it